I'm getting hotter, thousand degrees, melting icebergs, ain't no stopping me. Listeners, welcome to a special six-hour episode of the Cocktail Hour. <laughs> we have another special guest who has returned, Dave in New York, my man. Still here, feet on the ground. <laughs> Still yeah. How is it? How is it there? The world. Is it is it better in New York than in LA? Virus wise, better than Los Angeles. <laughs> Actually, yeah. you know, this morning um, uh, we were watching uh, CBS Saturday Morning and uh, fake news. Governor, yeah, fake news. Governor Cuomo uh, barged in with like about an hour. He did <laughs> special live event as usual, basically just saying the same stuff. Like, get your shit together, and we're going to get the vaccine out to people. This is how it's going to work. This is what's yeah. going to happen, and this is really yeah. what's happening out there. Yeah, yeah. So he's and they're you like, wow, just, we do not want to go back to where we were before. No, leave it to us. We'll take care of, take, yeah. take care of that. We, we passed it on. <laughs> yeah. God, L- L.A. County is just, <laughs> it's our turn, apparently. Yeah. <clears throat> John, yeah, like, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good. Uh, my wife good. is on her way right now to go get a, a coronavirus test. Not that she's symptomatic or anything, but we went on a uh, hellish plane flight trip to uh, beautiful Austin, Texas and back. And, you know, when we got back to the airport, they, you know, we thought we'd be smart and get off at the back of the plane like they do here. And they uh, <laughs> did not open the back doors. So I'm crammed in the back with uh, folks that had flown in from Vegas with us and uh, <laughs> they were ready to party. No, you know, nobody was coughing, but it was like, you look at people like, are you and you're wearing a mask because you have to, not because you want to. And there was a there was a young woman, you know, maybe older teenager. And she had one of those, you know, those kind of sleeve things that you wear around your face, you know, yeah. not a real mask. And yeah. it was, you know, it was made of polar fleece or something. And it wasn't a Hater. good design. And it just kept like falling off. And then she would just keep talking and stuff. And I it was all I could do to say, hey, fucker. Put your stupid little mask by. Like her whole family was wearing them, but she was happily, you know, talking and chatting and, you know, complaining to her parents. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I was well, just you know, like, Joe, you we're going to get Biden, it into this damn plane. Well, you know, Joe Biden did sign an executive order that said you can say to somebody who is not wearing a mask, hey, fucker. So that is an executive order by our new president. So that's, if you have good. every I'm, I'm right to do that, yeah. you mm-hmm. can do that from now on to I'll anybody. Yeah, I've yelled at on the subway the other day. Oh, really? Yeah, of course. It was an older white woman too, like a you know a twenty year old white woman, and she's like, "You're supposed to wear a mask. You are. You're supposed to do that." And then she immediately exited because the door was opening, and the girl's like rolling her eyes, and I'm like, "Whatever." Did she not have a mask? No, she didn't have a mask on. Hey, John, I don't know if I I feel like maybe I told you guys this, but the last time I flew, and we were I was in Detroit last summer. And we're, uh, my partner and I were coming back and we got to the airport early and there was this guy, he was on the phone for a long time. There's nobody there. There's like seven of us, eight of us getting on the plane basically. Mm-hmm. And it's at nighttime and he's pacing up and down, talking on the phone without his mask on up and down in the terminal while we're waiting. So we get on the flight. It's a short flight from Detroit to New York. Like as, a, as my partner says, you don't need water. Keep your mask on. Don't yeah. go to the bathroom. We'll be fine. So I'm sitting in the window 
he's on the aisle across from me. And I look over after we get up to a cruising altitude. If he doesn't bust out a bag of fried chicken that he's been holding for about an hour and a half and proceeds to munch on that <laughs> the entire way to New York. Wow. I'm like, dude, really? What? You couldn't wait? No, he couldn't uh, wait. He, have, yeah, I mean, you know, crack. I would... Uh... Yeah, I would do that. Was it? Do you think he was connecting from somewhere else, and he was really hungry, or he was just? Was he also wearing pajamas and slippers? I guess I would be my. He had other a little question. sleepy eye mask with, um, you know, Finding Nemo on it. Mm-hmm. Was it? Was it good chicken, or was it? You know, con- I, I I don't know. I oh, had a mask. I mean, like Kentucky Fried Dye, or or was yeah, but it? Why wouldn't you eat it before you got on the plane? What are you waiting well, for? Because his phone call was so important. Well, I could be. I, I know we shouldn't judge. We shouldn't judge other people. You know, eating chicken matters. Okay, <laughs> when you need to, when you when you're hungry, it does. It counts. So anyway, well, oh. we're to a roaring start with that story. I'm really glad <laughs> yeah. I could add something to it. I'll be going. Yeah, man eats chicken on plane. Yeah, yeah. I got a what list of swear going? words I'd like to work in today's performance. We we welcome yeah. those, please. Okay, oh, that appe- that appeals to our younger audience. Yeah, no Beef I, broccoli. Yeah, I'm waiting to say that. I've said that about 32 fucking times. We, I can't we told my Asian that. friend, Johnny Chang. Johnny, can I tell you a joke? And you tell me. Because, Kelly, you were like, I don't know if this is appropriate. So I'm like, I'm going to ask my man, Johnny, who I shouldn't have said his last name, but there's a lot of Changs. I don't think people can find him. This big kid, and I'm like, can I ask you? Just tell me if it's inappropriate. Are you okay? He's like, I told him. He goes, no, that's a great joke, man. It has nothing to do with beef. It's like it's a Chinese menu joke. Beef broccoli with sauce. <laughs> I can't believe you're saying it because last night we were riffing on that. Our friend Melissa, we were making fun of her because she wanted to get it right, that joke, right? And we were making fun of her because she, she had to really work on it to the point that any, any spontaneity is just fucking gone, right? <laughs> she was talking about it. So my wife, and I were ma- my wife and I were making fun of that this morning. Like, it will be like, okay, There's a beef and a you- broccoli are getting into bed. And the broccoli says, I want number 69. No. I want, I want an Asian couple. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, I with, want to find with, an Asian couple with, with with Melissa too. I mean, there's just certain things. God love her, but you know, it would be better to try to teach her like thermal nuclear dynamics or advanced calculus mm. because it the, for her to tell it just doesn't happen. It can't happen. You know, God, I love her, but you know, I was I was tired of hearing that joke because it was we you know they had to get it right and. There's only like six sentences, so not. I, I'm not sure what the what the obstacle yeah. is, but but Danny, yeah. tonight when you crawl into your lovely extra king size bed there with your beloved, right before she drifts off, just go. Oh, are you ready for some beef broccoli? <laughs> See what kind of response you get. I've been slapped a couple of times just bringing up beef broccoli when the lights are out. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> any any anything from the menu i've been getting slapped i mean i'm you know, you know i'll have a six and you know that doesn't even get you know yeah lemon anyway. why do you want egg roll <laughs> oh, i'm gonna roll you like an egg roll you don't know what's gonna happen to you <laughs> who are you talking to me yeah john your your audio is much lower than it usually is I don't know. oh my goodness there you go if you get closer it's better maybe john do you have the same microphone as danny as well yeah, of the cool guys. I have it. Can we get a sponsorship now? We oh, probably yeah. can. We're we, we're probably half of the nation's purchasers right now. Who the, no, who man, what is, the, what, is the, what is the 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 model and brand of that it's mic? A, so everyone can a, hear. 
Yeah, right here, yeah. right here, yeah. folks. Right here, you, it's nice. a it's Samson. Right um, still got the box. Samson, yeah, I still have the box. Yeah, the G Track Pro. Fantastic for all your podcasting needs. Just go out and get it's one, great. plug it up to your computer. Oh my God, you have one too, Dave. Hi, this is Fred Thompson, and I'm here to talk about the <laughs> Samson G Pro. How, how about so that? One of you may be feeling left out, but maybe not. Yeah, Kelly's got the thousand dollar. Mike, exactly. <laughs> we've got the hundred and twelve dollar one. Hey, it's a hot ticket mm-hmm. item in New York. Um, Best Buy sold. Did you out. go to a Did you go to a B and H photo and the Orthodox fellow sold it to you? Yeah. Um, was he Orthodox? I mean, the no, whole you go you go to be and um, members of that that cloth not working there. Really? Yeah. Just to, like seasonal workers, I guess. <laughs> if you call it January <laughs> seasonal. What season are we in? Mm, the snow season. This, yeah, the so they didn't, have the the fun, they didn't have the funny black hats on, which is what my oh, favorite. No, I, no, no, they do. No, they I'm do. Just saying, I'm just saying that they've been diversifying. Oh, good. good mm, diversity good hires. They got some. It was quick. It was it's really touchless, man. You go in there, the guy says, okay, he puts in the computer, you walk to, gives you a receipt, you walk up, you put the receipt in, you pay, and the next thing you know, and it's all like, they got everything plexied off everywhere. You're not even within any distance hmm. of anybody, and then they hand it to you and you're out the door. Wow. Wow. Gone. Gone in 60 seconds. Yeah, I miss what? that place. Oh, yeah. I used to go there and just walk around and drool. They, oh, they yeah. should also sponsor us. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. They, they're the, and they they're could probably they're, with cool new gear. Yeah, we could do a little gear review. Oh, I've got look at this wire that goes to my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> on the YouTube, uh, you know, rabbit hole, you'll see everyone talking about this microphone, how they use it, how to all the tech. Really, I didn't, oh, I didn't yeah. get the video. Listen, if there's a product out there, somebody's using it and somebody's posting about it. Mm. Oh wow! I should probably look at that internet thing. I kind of want. I kind of want the least information I need to be able to make it work. I don't want to watch some. 11 year old show me how to plug a usb cord in shit if it doesn't so, come instructions in on this box that we're all saving for some reason it's not any good <laughs> never know when you have to move it yeah no i think john you just look at the youtube links and you're like you go for the shortest one if it's 14 minutes it's too much information if it's two minutes all right that'll get me started yeah yeah well, and you can watch of, it on double speed too other than you folks i can't think of anything i want to spend 14 minutes with mm. period well, in life, especially you, because you only need one minute. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> not if I'm doing the, the beef and broccoli. I'm not. I got, you got to, you know, four minutes. The appetizer, you know, got to make sure the rice isn't sticky. Oh, stop there. Stop there. <laughs> stop there. Sticky rice. Oh. It's a family Sticky show. rice. I can't have sticky rice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can see we're being really adolescent today. Those hey, are sesame did, seeds. Did anything, uh, was there any uh, seizures on any kind of... Uh, Buildings today? I didn't. I didn't check. I always like to check and see if, you know, some buildings? malicious. Ta- yeah, you know, malicious tacking something. Oh, on, uh, you know, I don't know, anything, like a no? Petco or something. I don't know. Well, what's happening in Portland? I haven't, <laughs> I haven't followed heard that. So uh, I got Petco? a, I got a uh, text message this morning from my dad. Uh, it was an opinion piece out of the Wall Street Journal, and it was, uh, look who's who's still riding, you know. And it was, um, you know, those liberal motherfuckers are in Portland, and they're. They don't want to be governed by anybody and they're still, you know, burning. And, you know, I, yeah. I guess the, the the point of the whole article was, see, this capital insurrection wasn't so bad. You know, let's let's focus on the other <laughs> yeah. side. And 
you know, honestly, it is kind of embarrassing to be, you know, associated with people riding and whatever in Portland. I think yeah. I think Portland's probably the kind of city that uh, I'll just make a generalization that uh, you know it's a little it's a, a little out there, and they want to they just want to do shit, and they, and mm-hmm. nobody's stopping them from doing it. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's so small compared to. And by the way, nobody on the left is supporting. The people in Portland. I mean, it is really radical left. I mean, it was, I mean, they were, you know, if you saw, I, I went and kind of watched some of the videos from the local news up there. I mean, they hate Biden. They're just like, you know, Biden sucks. We don't want Biden. We don't want this. So, oh, yeah. There's, it's, it's, it's it, they're so liberal. They don't like the liberals. I mean, they want anarchy and no, yeah, you know, no anything. And that's who, why we have to stop John. using the term like, oh, that's a liberal crowd. That's a Democrat. No, they're assholes. I'm speeding they're again. Uh, with uh, a capital uh, K. John, yeah. count to three for me. One, two, three. Danny. Yeah, sure. Dave. I'll pause it. Again, Dave? One, two, three. Yeah. Turn, turn down uh, a little bit? A little bit. Turn it down. One, two, three. One, up, up, up from there. Split one, the difference. two, three. How's that sound, Danny? John? Good. Yeah. Dave, yeah. yeah so, you, okay. All right. Hey, let's Dave, go. We're, I'm yeah. rolling. Our, 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 uh, John and I's not top knob, the mic knob, is set at about 11. Is yours at 11, Dave? No, I'm at uh, between 12 and 1. Go to 11 and then, and, then, and then change your proximity to the mic. Just get closer to the mic. There's 11. Okay. And there's a little bit closer. Okay. Turn up your volume a bit again. Coming up, it's like a 12. Yeah, that sounds better. Talk. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. You're a very handsome man. Yeah, stay close like that when you're talking, Dave, and we'll be in good right, business. We got it. All right. All right. Thank Sorry, you. fellas. That's right. We're right. we're still we're still recording. So we can go. rolling. And go. All right. So where were we? Oh, so the whole, you know, the whole liberal thing in and in, in, uh where yeah. was it? Portland. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know what 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 I'm 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 gonna ask you guys about. <clears throat> so have you been following the news about uh, all the National Guard that they don't have a place for them for them to stay. And yeah. now everybody on the right is not everybody, but a lot of people on the right going, how dare you do this to the American soldier? Send these people home. You have no place. You know, they have no place to sleep or eat or pee or whatever. Yeah. But nobody mentions the fact like, uh, first of all, these guys are soldiers and you're upset because they don't have a place. These guys aren't these guys trained to be like, you know, live in the wild or, or, you know, and, and, and also, the mere fact that they're there is because you bunch of radicals went and stormed the Capitol. They wouldn't be there if there wasn't this insurrection, right? But everybody gets mad because, oh, well, look at those poor soldiers. Send my soldiers back home. The National Guard isn't just your private police. And I'm like, really? Is this is this what we're going to be bitching about right now? I disagree with you, and okay. here's why. Please do. Um, they're trained for that in a situation when they're out in the desert or in the forest in a war. But if there is no desert or forest, they're in a city. Why should, why should, why should we say, well, you've been trained to live in a parking lot. No, that's not right. Well, first of all, they're not living. They're just there temporarily. It wasn't like they're going to be there deployed for the next six months. I mean, this is unprecedented. That's what I'm saying. You mean to tell me this has what been two days, three days that they've this has happened? So you're going to start bitching about three days that they've you had fucking to fucking do it. You go lot. You go sleeping in the in the here in the in the parking lot of the mall. 
for three well, days Kelly, underground, not 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 ground level, underground where they are. I, I want to see how long you last. But Kelly, doesn't this is why you join the National Guard because you may be putting these situations? What so? What's worse? Do you want them to stand outside? So, so should just because they've been trained for that, that that we should shoot at them because they they, they you've been trained what it's like to Nobody's be shot shooting at, at them. Now, that's my point. I'm, I'm, the, that's the, an example. I'm just saying. But I mean, but my my thing is, like, I get it. It's unprecedented times. These are they're trying to figure this out. They're just all they're there to is to protect to stop people from doing that. That's why they're there. Was it going to be perfect? No. But it wasn't like this is going to be their life for the next six months, whatever. And people were saying, listen, they're already starting to send them back home. So, but this is my point. Of all the things you want to bitch about, you want to complain about. Now you're going to say it's Biden's fault and you're going to say it's Pelosi's fault. They wouldn't have been there if they weren't afraid that somebody was going to kill these people. All of them, not just Democrats or not just Biden or Pelosi. What, what, all does, of them. The, what does the reason that they're there have anything to do with how they're treated? Do you think they're treated poorly? In a way, if 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 it was expected, you guys will sleep on this cement. I think that was is treating them poorly. I think I just that I it, just disagree with you. That's all. I know. Bring I the troops think... home. Bring the troops home. Yeah. I'm going to jump in because John's not going to separate you two because he has to live with you guys all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So, Gentlemen, you both have really positive, pleasant things to say. Here's the situation from my point of view is that, first of all, Danny, you are right, because I've been watching some of the feeds from my own family. Shit bitching about you know it's terrible what it's terrible what's happened it's terrible that they're sleeping in the garage you know trump would have never let that happen but the whole thing is it never would have fucking happened if there wasn't this insurrection of storming the capitol they wouldn't have been there that's that's right. definitely but also that would be great and that's how you move forward as a society if people go you know what it's this sucks this shouldn't happen to them both sides of the republican and the democrats in congress they both agree that this shouldn't have happened to the guys right yeah. But you have to admit from, first of all, it's, it's unfortunate it's happened. We're working to fix this. But, you know, they wouldn't have even been here if this, these assholes didn't storm the Capitol. That's step one. Step two, this is a logistic screw up that, that no one will even own up. Anything that I've read, no one is admitting who actually made the decision to put their asses in the parking garage. The Capitol Police, some people say it was the Capitol Police. Capitol Police said, no, we didn't do that. So who did it? Who actually greenlit? Hey, listen, we're out of room. Uh, We're kicking you out of the cafeteria in the bottom of the Capitol. So get over to the garage. Why did they only have, this is the military. They're complaining about not having enough toilets. Why isn't there, they had one portageon. Um, I could have gotten 20 myself as a production manager, or if they thought that this situation was going to happen, why didn't they pop a tent up? They put up uh, millions of dollars worth of barricades. There's no room for room for a tent heated for guys to get in. And then they're taking a break. So there's been a screw up on somebody's level. And it's re- I think it's really weird that no one is owning up to who actually said, you guys got to go in the garage. That, unless Ted you guys Cruz's have read fault. something about it. What's it's that? Ted Cruz. It's Ted Cruz's fault. <laughs> I blame him. Count Chocula? Sure. The thing about Ted Cruz, (laughs) if you noticed that he's trying to be cool, he's like letting his hair grow in the back and he's got a beard and he's wearing sunglasses. Like he's trying to be He's trying to be like badass Ted Cruz instead of complete dork Ted Cruz, you know? And that's, well, it uh, takes guys with short hair to understand that type of uh, hair uh, philosophy. But yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I sure, would like to talk sure. about. Okay, Dave, I'm I'm jealous that he has hair. I'll give you that. Uh, me but, too. 
Yeah. I, I wish I could let my mullet grow. Do you know what I'm saying? I would um, mullet. I would mullet <laughs> all day, every day, if I could. Exactly. Twenty four seven. Oh yeah, just like that guy from uh, Eastbound and Down. What's his name? Uh, <laughs> McBride, Danny McBride. You oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just like I'd be that awful if if the Lord would let me. I want to look like Dog the Bounty Hunter. Oh, beautiful. I do that too. Yeah. You actually do. You really do. Actually. Thank you. Thank you for yeah, that. A bandana and a vest, you'll be fine. <laughs> Maybe, Some you pepper can, spray. That, between, yeah, that and a little bit of Surfer Jesus. That's what it is kind of for us. You know. But did you guys catch Biden's hair during his speech? He's got yeah. nice hair. A little fly, little fly away there on top. How can the hairdresser let that go? You're like... You got some wisps in the back, Mr. President, Mr. Uh, uh, President. <laughs> like, dude, it's going to be outside. That's all I could see was it just flopping up above his head. I could barely mm-hmm. concentrate. Yeah, at least he had something to flop. But the uh, yeah. the yeah. thing I noticed, <laughs> I could do that. When you when you to. look at pictures of all the presidents, right, there's like one guy that's got some balding. I mean, the thing that really brings every president together is that nobody's bald. Right. It's like we're we need I mean, who knows what Donald Trump's hairline really looks like. And Biden is not doesn't isn't sporting a, you know, Bill Clinton head of hair. But right. um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, would that keep me from being president because I don't have any hair? Hmm. Mm. Possibly. No, but- Could be. Giuliani would never be president because of his hair. And well, no, his face, he wouldn't be president because his face that, leaks. Yeah, that's his problem. <laughs> that. That that'll hold you back from getting the yeah. election. He's, he's a, a leaker. And Ju- <laughs> yeah, Giuliani's smile when he smiles rarely, it looks like something else is leaking out. You know, just <laughs> did he save money? Do you think he saved money on the dental work by not having the bottom ones done? Did he just go now? Hey, listen, I want the cheapest bun possible. I'll only smile with the top teeth. Let the brown ones on the bottom just kind of stay there. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, seriously, don't you? I mean, you would think he made a few dollars from being a mayor, right? You know, you'd think, you, yeah, you'd think he's never some, heard the word veneers, yeah, implants, something. You know, I mean, I know a guy, I, I actually <laughs> know a guy in New York could do it, right? Done cheap, yeah. No, he's not cheap, but he's a good guy. He knows what he's doing. I mean, he gave me free dental work because, you know, I was poor. Why? But that was, because I was poor. Oh. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. I mean, you just reminded me of something, but but just just save some money and just have the tops done. My friend Gord, my friend Gord, there's this lore about him. He did this, and, and we, we laugh about this for the rest of our lives. There was a sale at, say, Home Depot on house numbers, Right. And you get, and it's three for, uh, you know, twenty bucks. These brass that you stick on your house, right? But he's got four digits in his uh, thing. He didn't want to spend as much money, so he went and bought eight seven three, and sat on that just trembling for like a year until a sale come around again, <laughs> so he could buy that <laughs> the nine. <laughs> he actually did that. I was like, that's Gord, awesome, Gord. It's eight bucks. Buy the damn nine. No, we'll have none of that. <laughs> but Kelly, did but he, he put the eight seven three up on the house and just confuse the shit out of people for a year, <laughs> like the pizza guy? The pizza but he also never over, <laughs> right? But he never he, had a visitor either. He had yeah. never, never, no one ever visited him for a year. <laughs> except, except the moose. The moose is like, oh, this doesn't like the right address. 
It's like those a, TV detective shows when they get the address and the cops go to, it's an empty field, you know, like, yeah. oh, geez. John, why are you worrying? He doesn't have the right address. He's only got, he's got a bunch of numbers that they don't, you know, so they're going to go <laughs> no, and somebody else is going to get killed. You know, mm. you know? I, I tell you, I, I, I still, I see post things on the Instagram or whatever. And it's, I mean, it's a fucking moose in his backyard and the snow is knee deep. That's not, yeah. that's not my yeah. jam, man. Where, wherever the hell he lives. I, that's good. That's a committed stalker. If you're going to deal with those, incl- you know, those, those weather conditions, you well, really let, me ask, let me ask you this. So he oh, has, there he is. I got him. Yeah. Don't say his last name. So, <laughs> um, he's got a stalker. Did he, was he packing heat? Can you do that in Canada? Have a gun. Uh, you, you, you can't get a carrying, you, you have to be a cop or something to get a carrying uh, permit. You know? So he's, He's just driving from, you know, the, the moose habitat to the, to the TV escorts taking him home from work. Wow. Yeah. Well, so what was this stalker's problem? What, 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 what? I mean, Hey, so, so do we think these people are going to go away? Are we going to go back into the woodwork for a while? You know, I, I, I had a buddy of mine that, um, you know, on, on the Facebook, you, you innocently comment on somebody's post from back home because they're (laughs) fucking dumbass, And then you're, you know, LA friends just destroy him. You know, you fucking idiot. Why do you think that? Da, da, da. So, you know, it's just somebody that I know. I'm like, oh, you know, I respectfully disagree with you. And then somebody that was like, this guy was in in a band with. He just uh, launched into him, and it was a, <laughs> and it was a, you know, it was a, you know, a legal size page of you know attacks on each other before it, it finally ended. And so he sent me, my buddy sent me a note. And said, whatever happened to that Trumper that I got in that fight with last year, blah, blah, blah. And, and I realized that at the moment that the Capitol was stormed, everybody in my, you know, information bubble went silent. I mean, there's Mine no too. more, you know, oh, Trump is the greatest. It's like, oh, fuck, we just stormed the Capitol. And I read a really interesting thing this morning. Those guys that got arrested, will yeah. they'll have, uh, they'll be convicted of a federal crime. They will no longer be able to have a weapon. So they just took their own gun rights away. I thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, and good. I believe passport. Can they get a passport now? Those don't, felony? They, don't, they don't look like passport getters. <laughs> no, because I, be, I think having, a, having a, passport. a passport inherently helps you not do that shit. You know, you go no, see some other places, you know, see, they're going to go, they're going to get a passport and they're going to go to Paris. Because that's the problem here, because, you know, we signed that Paris Accord Agreement and the French are now taking all of our rights. Right? That's, yeah, that's what Ted said. Yeah, I don't want to yes. do what the people of Paris want. Yeah. So they're going to go and now they're going to storm Paris as if they haven't had enough problems. Right, no, right. for you, my friends, not at all, <laughs> mon amis. Um, I felt in your general direction. Fasten your genitals up and put them <laughs> away from the ladies. The, you know, the French will do an awesome job of ignoring them with a lot of disdain. Ugh. So they'll just march around <laughs> wanting to threaten people and be like, fuck you. Yeah, you fuck know? you, I'm going to see my mistress. Yeah, yeah I'm going to get some crepes. Here's okay. what's happening that I understand is that some of these... Oh, crazy white people. They basically, some of them are. Um, we we refer to them as family members, but go ahead. Yeah, I understand. I'm trying not to use the <laughs> word loved <cousins>. ones. <laughs> I'm trying not to use the word nieces and nephews. Okay, um, they're going to the Ukraine. They're basically going to like white supremacy camps, and they're getting trained like Al Qaeda. There's camps for the white supremacists, and a lot of them are in the Ukraine and in some of the uh, Soviet bloc countries. 
Costco has a program, I think. You can go they do. <laughs> now, the membership fee is quite high, and they do check your card. Even if you're a member? And Costco is still selling my pillow? That's what I understand. Are they? I think mm. so. Danny, I'll have to on. check my local. I'll have to ch- I haven't seen my pillow there. Go right in, I, Danny. Just go I right in. I have one. Anybody got my pillow? You have one? Well, my pillow, yeah. I bought it before I even knew who he was, like but 10 isn't years it, ago. Isn't it ju- it's a piece re- of shit. No, I read that it's just the guy gets <laughs> scraps from Chinese, you know, Thermarest <laughs> mattress manufacturers <laughs> and jams it in a pillow. That's what it is. It's just like chunks. It is chunks. Chunks yeah. of foam, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. Do you have the Wuhan version, Kel, or no. you're, 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 are you are you the Beijing? Because the Wuhan is don't really Kelly, cheap. Please, I don't want to see Kelly melt down in front of me right now. <laughs> Kelly, I have a question for you. Yeah, buddy. Do, do you like Iggy Pop? Uh, I wouldn't. I don't think I would know one of his songs if I heard it. Not, okay. So I don't really know. Um, I think you should Google some photos of Iggy and then put them up next to you because. <laughs> well, you have to take so a shirt. I finally off. figured out that's what you're looking like, Iggy. He's, yeah. he, he's a he's a mixture of <laughs> yeah, his his COVID look. It's a mixture of Iggy Pop and Jesus from the Shroud of Turin. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what it is. I know what Iggy Pop looks like, Dave. <laughs> I'm not talking. Don't think of the one now that's like '92. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll have you fuckers know. I was at a shopping mall in Canada, and I walked up to the in the food court to get a coffee. And this young girl behind the counters, I said, yeah, I'll have a latte. And she's clicking the way and she's looking at me. She goes, are you Keith Urban? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can oh. see And it. I said, yes. 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 And then did they said, how's coffee? Nicole? No. Did you, did you get a free coffee? That's because that's the only reason why you would pull that out and use that. Yeah. So did I threw it right into my out? mom's face. My mom's always on me about having long hair. Just pisses her off, right? And You uh, have to keep the long hair. So I, I went and... I, I told her this happened. I said, Mom, you like Keith Urban? She goes, ooh, yes, he's, ooh, yeah, yeah. Guess what happened? Why Why do you say I have to keep the long hair, Danny? Well, because uh, the three of us do not have any. Someone and, has to. And we have to. Yeah, somebody has to. And hair-wise, I live vicariously through you, but that's the okay. only way. That's the only thing I live through you. Well, if you um, look closely, I'm starting to thin for sure. Yeah. Oh, See? thin. Oh, well, oh, thin. Yeah. You know, slippery slope, right? So I want to just enjoy it while I have it. Yeah, uh-huh. let it fly. Let he's it thinning, fly. right, guys? He's thinning. I am. Thinning. Bite me. Boo hoo. Yeah, boo hoo. <laughs> um, what were we, we, we were talking about? Um, oh, the shroud of the shroud of Turin. Yeah, uh, John, we should have your daughter, who's a very very talented actress. I would uh, uh, artist. Um, I would love for her to make a painting or a stencil of some sort and do Kelly as the shroud of Kelly and put that on t-shirts and just see and, and wear that out and just kind of do the whole shroud kind of thing, but say, and then say underneath shroud of Kelly and then wear those out and see what happens. We could start a movement. You know, I'd get shot. It'd be some, some fundamentalist asshole just looking and go, how dare you? You just, well, Kelly, you I told th- me I last night you I weren't think, going out until 2023. So I, yeah, you had a few years to worry about that, yeah, right? Your 15, your 15 minutes of fame would be over. I tell you what, Danny, I have been, um, I have a t-shirt guy now here in town. Oh. I have done, oh. uh, I'm going to make, I'm going to make t-shirts for another little side project that I, that I don't, don't want to talk about in this fucking podcast, but um, <laughs> obviously so a, a good t- one. I have Direct a message me, please. Yeah. We'll plug our I, ears. Yeah. I have a, uh, 
I have a t-shirt guy and he prints like a on demand. So it's not, you know, it's not silk screen and that kind of stuff. I, I learned all about it and you just send him pictures or whatever, but um, yeah, that would be, that would be awesome. What would you get on it? Shroud of Kelly. The Shroud of Kelly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> cocktail hour. Um, it depends on the quality of the shirt. He likes to, and I, and I thought it's a good idea. He likes to use locally sourced uh, shirts that are, you know, kind of non-sweatshop, not, you know, not bad materials or whatever. So like, uh, you know, you get a shirt, it's probably 15 bucks. You know, if he makes that's, it, so you, that's pretty well, good. Yeah, you sell. You it just buy 20. one though. You do you have to have minimums? Do you have to get? Oh, you have to order a dozen. It it you don't. He doesn't have a minimum per se, but it just makes sense to buy a few at a time the way the thing does. But he does, you know, he does shirts, hats, bags, whatever. So we could have the whole thing. And then I have another vendor that I use for stickers. You know, like the cocktail yeah. hour stickers. Oh, yeah. So if yeah, anybody yeah. wants a, anybody are... wants a cocktail hour sticker, uh, you got to send me a thing on Twitter at cocktail hour. <laughs> Because and, and we have dying. one Twitter follower. Yeah. So I need another one. But um <laughs> Dave, do you have your cocktail stickers? I don't have stickers. After this, after, I'll get your, your mail and address. I'll I'll get one in the mail to you. I, yeah. I think I, I think on the Shroud of Kelly, you have to underneath you have to have the year like, you know, uh one BC. <laughs> Since one BC. Uh no, <laughs> wait, it should be it. um not or one AD. AC after Corona. <laughs> oh. Yeah, 2020 AC. That's a good. That's good. Well, who's I'll printing? Who's printing? I survived the coronavirus, and you know those are going to be like at Daytona Beach once everything opens up back up. Yeah, you're not going to be able to give that shit away once we hit a million deaths here in the states. Well, you Which know, is, you could you could do a thing. Well, demand is going down every day <laughs> by four thousand. I didn't that's survive. Horrible. But you we know? could just do we could do um, uh, custom designed body bags. I didn't survive coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, you can't get you can't get body bags in, in L.A. They're running out of them. Danny, let's 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 dial back about one year, maybe more. And I came up with the idea of the mobile crematorium. That's what oh, they yeah. need right now. Episode twenty seven. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I should have invested. I knew yeah, it. Or the or the fast freezing uh, wood chipper method you don't you know it, air quality is not impacted and you just freeze you them know, down grind them up yeah and but custom printing on the on the on a bag i like that idea mm, yeah, tie-dye tie-dyed body bag yeah uh, made anyway of, uh, well, recyclable like, recycled t-shirts everybody should order them and then you know if your loved one has to be picked up by an ambulance if it's possible <laughs> from your house you go don't forget your body bag take it with you yeah you might need now it's this. funny you say that dave um Danny and John, I told you guys this last night, but two, day, two days ago, a friend of mine's husband died from a brain tumor at home. Mm. And uh, she uh, was told, she said, well, wh when he was almost gone, she was like, okay, I got to start making some plans here, right? And you know what she found out? County of LA is telling everybody, if you have a loved one who dies at home, you have to go and get ice. And all that because it's going to take them two or three days to get to you. There's no room. Isn't that amazing? So she got Mobile him into the UC, UCLA medical uh, tissue donation, and they took him. Yeah, but, but wow. also didn't they take him? Be also because he had. Uh, a, we were talking about this. An he had impressive like a resume. resume. He had an impressive resume of things because he was a dancer for um, 
yeah, a, a known a known ballet company. And so, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't have that impressive resume. So if I go, I'm going to need lots of friggin' ice. You know, luckily I have experience in getting ice, but um, so it's not a problem. But you know, I just you got a, pool, you, you know, this, you got a man cave. You'll be fine. Yeah, I'll supervise. He what was kind of a deal. That, he was kind of a deal. Is, he he was a soloist with uh, ABT back in the day. Hmm. Sorry, Danny, I interrupted resume. you. Go ahead. No, yeah. no, that's an impressive resume. But I do like the I, I think the idea of maybe pre-ordering your own body bag just in case. It's not a bad idea. Get that thing ready, and just you know get them you know get them for the you know you don't have to get them for everybody in the family you know the, the weak ones. Um, God, just, ha- <laughs> just just have them sitting in the in the, you know put them in the you know the hall closet or whatever, and then something happens you got you know listen I you know I lost grandpa don't worry about it uh, he's he's in his own bag and and we're 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 just waiting. Uh, we, Anybody we seen on- grandpa's bag? I can't find it. it okay, wait. I just closet? I just had an I-, I just had an idea. So grandpa passes away. You got him in his bag. There's no room at the end, so you you know in theory, Kelly, you got to put. Put him in your bathtub and just keep dumping ice in there for four or five days before the county God. gets it. However, during the pandemic, every fucking restaurant is shut down. Let's open up all those walk-in freezers and fill them full of people. And, hey. the, and they could charge a little rent in all these restaurants. And then as yeah, you yeah. come in, you know, you get a vaccine or something. I don't know. You just multitask. Great idea. Waitresses, yeah, waiters, on. they're all there. Like, hey, how are you doing? Yeah, let's uh, yeah, wheel, wheel, grandpa back here, and uh, can I, yeah. can I get you a, a cup of water yeah, from a distance? You can, have, you can have a bag of those fries if you want, and then and then cut to it about two years, and exactly. you know, the restaurant's back open, <laughs> and then Gordon Ramsay comes to save one of those places, and he's like, "What, what the, the hell's this? Get in the, I can't do the accent right now because I'm, I'm cracking myself up. Let's get in the freezer. Oh, what the fuck? Oh my God, you stupid fat." Oh, who's that? <laughs> oh, that was, oh my God, that's Bill. I thought that was Filet Mignon. Call this food story. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great? And then, you know what? And then you just, what are you going to do? You're going to just cut it up and, sell, and and eat it anyway. It's two years <laughs> later. What are you going to do? Tell the family, sorry, we, we, we gave you the wrong. No, uh, he's on the menu. You just put it on the menu. Make that 69. There's your beef and broccoli. Grandpa and broccoli. I don't know. <laughs> That's 69 and a half. Okay. That's 87. Are we tickling the balls of karma here by making <laughs> COVID jokes? No, no, no. no. We're, we're laughing. We are, uh, this is the humor that the people need. I mean, our, You're right. Our, I haven't heard that any of our listeners have perished, and it's and it's a small enough list that yeah. you probably would, would hear them, but... Um, we yeah, had a scare uh, uh, on one of our jobs. Da- Danny, you know about this. I told you yeah. we were doing a big job and um, we, we went to do this installation um, on a closed floor in a building. And about an hour into it, one of my guys comes up to me and goes, hey, I want to talk to you. I'm like, oh, hey, what's going on? He goes, I started walking. He goes, nope, it's far enough. It was like about 15 feet. He goes, I just got a text. I tested positive. I took a test before I came down from upstate. I'm leaving right now. I'm like, okay, great. So that turned into a whole litany of him having to get a rapid test immediately, which he got in about an hour and a half in the city. He did test positive. He had no symptoms. He was asymptomatic. But now the whole crew, everybody had to get a test. There were guys that were scheduled to work other jobs the next day. They lost that work. They couldn't go because everybody's like 
temperature check? Have you had any, have you been around anybody exposed? They, they couldn't truthfully answer those questions. So then my partner and I had to go get a, uh, a test. We actually got the antibodies and the longer form test, not the rapid test. Cause the rapid really? test is only 50%, you know, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, believable. Accurate. It, accurate. Accurate. Thank you. So we go to this place and opens at nine. We're there at nine Oh one. There's 25 people in line. It's 27 degrees outside, and it took us over two hours to get into a tent to get the, the test. And pe- people were dropping out of Maui, and they couldn't take it. So that was kind of Jeez. happening around the city because you, you, especially around the holidays, uh, Christmas time and Thanksgiving in New York City, you would go by these clinics. There would be lines three, four blocks long. I was out in Queens. There was, a, there was a, a avenues like three avenues of length where people trying to get tests for work or to get on a plane or to get on a bus or whatever. Wow. And, and really yeah, all so they're doing a, is, is little, getting uh, it while they're in line because okay. the guy in front of them actually had it. But everybody God, turned yeah. out okay. Yeah, good. I, keep, I haven't I keep, even been I, tested. Well, you, yeah, you don't go anywhere. But I, yeah, you should, Kelly, don't get tested. If you're not going yeah. anywhere, you're not seeing anybody, don't. Yeah. What, what's the sense? Don't take a test. or. Well, I was concerned because when my wife came back from Vancouver and stuff, but yeah. We're fine. We're fine. Yeah. Hey, let yeah. me ask you this. If she goes back to work, what happens? She goes, I mean, she goes back to work, she gets tested and all that kind of stuff, but she's going to be leaving and re-entering your bubble. What are you going to do? Yeah. I, I don't know. Shrouded Kelly. Mm, Shrouded Just hope Kelly. for the best, I guess. Cause if Ray, she, you know, if, if that show shoots, she wants to do it. Yeah. She's but booked, I mean, she's booked to do it and they just canceled. They just postponed. Yeah. But if she goes, but I was thinking about that. Like if she goes in and she gets tested and she's, you know, having cocktails and enjoying herself. And then she comes back home and you're looking at her like, you fucking have it. You're going to give it to me. <laughs> that that sounds like car. something I would do. Yeah. Don't get out of the car. I just, you know, what's funny. I think I, I love your image of what you think it is like uh, being on a film set that it's always oh, just everybody's drinking cocktails. <laughs> yeah, but what? Wait, did anybody <laughs> ever say it was like work? You're pre- playing pretend. Oh, mm. oh, oh, listen to this. Hello, yeah. hello, listen governor. to this. <laughs> I was watching some some Netflix show yesterday and yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I will say I cannot act at all, but. Uh, you know, they're just long days because everybody's cheap. If you if you had an eight hour day and an unlimited production schedule and budget and all that kind of stuff, just think how much fun it would be if you didn't have to get there at six a.m. to do your makeup and you're leaving after dark because you did the same scene ninety eight times. Come on, you're having a good time. You're acting. But what did these poor actors do before the iPhone when they were on those long days just sitting around? How has it changed? There was this thing they used to do. I've heard. I don't Read know about books. it, but it's called reading. <gasps> and and they would bring these these things that open up with paper in them, and you, and you have a bunch of words printed, and they'd read them and shit. I think some had people. a lot of visitors from some very young uh, production assistants or PAs. Don't forget cocktails. Yeah, and they have talk, you know, oh, you know, so what's your major? You oh, career. Oh, you're, you're talking about career counseling. <laughs> yeah, something career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I'm a it's mentor. Great. I'm yeah, mentor. come on in, young lady. I want to I want to show you some questions about how to get ahead in this. Yeah, let me see if I can room. find my robe, you know. Yeah, it's great being a being a a, a journeyman actor, right? Because you get all, all the PAs you can eat. And... <laughs> <laughs> Beef broccoli. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> can mean uh, so many things. Uh, so, Dave, what else is going on out back east? Are we? What are we missing? That, that what that, are we missing, Dave? I'm yeah, missing out we... on a lot. I miss you guys. I miss hanging out with people. Uh, I, I actually talked to the FedEx guy yesterday. I was so freaking lonely when he came by. <laughs> and uh, I just said, we started talking. He's like, you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Good. And we just looked and I said, you know what? I said, man, you know what I miss? I think the first thing, I really just want to go to a pub and have a beer with somebody. Like, inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we've gone out uh, a couple times and had one uh, uh, at some outdoor places where we're the only people, and it was like, you know, below 32, which is quite interesting. <laughs> um, I, we went out to this place one night. There was a snowstorm in Times Square, and uh, I, I went down to take some photos, and uh, we said, oh, we're hungry. Let's get something to eat. There was only two restaurants open in Times Square. And the entire place, everything was shut down, right? And uh, so we ended up at this place, and they had an outdoor area. We were the only people there. And then they, they were happy that we were there, and they kept trying to, like, oh, we got to help these people. They had no heaters. So it's taken, like, three guys. They're trying to plug heaters into, and I just go, I go to my partner. They're going to trip every circuit in the entire bar as soon as they oh. plug this shit in. <laughs> and they did. Oh, they did? All the lights outside went out, and then you can see the whole front bottom of the bar went out. I was like, this is fantastic. Did you get your beer? Oh, yeah, it was very good. Very good, very cold, very chilly. Wow. Yeah, when we were in Tanat, what's happening is I I just had to turn down a trip to Greenland yesterday. because Oh, uh, I meant to ask you about that. We already bought the ticket, but it looks like now. Vacation or work? No, uh, a little bit of both. But it's really for a project, just just to do some, some tests on an art project in Greenland, and wow. um, it because uh, that's where you want to put some containers and and things like that, exactly. just like in, in the, in no, the field in Greenland. We're looking at taking a projector of, of projected images and beaming them on icebergs and filming it with a choir. That so is cool. It's going to be a helicopter ride, a dog sled, and um, so. But you have to go to Iceland to get to Greenland because there's no direct flights. But now Greenland is even instituted. You come to Greenland, you got to you got to quarantine for five days. So the trip becomes you know not seven days. It becomes like two and a half weeks, which I and it's not worth the time to be in a hotel room for five days doing nothing in Greenland. Wow, but but what it'll a, happen eventually. What a cool idea. Yeah, I'm excited. But now that that's been I told I told my partner, you know, that's been taken away from me too. <laughs> for myself. Thank can God you can alive. you just can you just go walk around in the city and that kind of thing, or is it discouraged because it, everything's so crowded and no you got to see his instagram photos of all the theaters this is i I actually live for this i you know i look at for this every evening when i go to you know i'm going on my phone i'm gonna check your instagram david i'm not i'm not not an instagram buddy of his i'm gonna do that oh you gotta be i love these photos i'm working on it yeah this is i'm this is the one thing i look forward to you know Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry, Dave. It's not that crowded. Like, it's occasionally, if I'm taking the subway as opposed to the motorcycle, occasionally if I'm going home at rush hour, it's kind of crowded. But not enough that I'm, like, freaked out to get in the train. But what happens is, like, if I typically get on the train and I go to work, like, if I get on the train by 8.30, quarter to 9, there's 15, 20 people. If I get on and, like, I'm going to stay home, have a coffee, maybe do the first call from home, and get on, like, at 10, there's, like, zero or three people, and those people are crazy. They're, like, homeless, no masks, so I got to constantly moving cars, you know. Uh, But it's, I mean, it's still pretty deserted. 
There's a lot of okay. people doing so, outdoor so, dining, but I'm, if, there, if, it's, if there's more than one person, we're not doing it. So I'm looking, I'm looking at, at the Instagram account now. Yeah. And is the message that it's kind of deserted and nobody's walking around? Or is it you're just going out at night when there's nobody around and that's the No, city? I mean, it's, uh, it depends. Times Square is really weird. There's times there's no one there at all. And then there's other times there's, there's like tourists in town walking yeah, around. Really? How they're getting here, I don't know. It's really crowded sometimes. It's very strange. So if I if I lived in Manhattan mm-hmm. and I and like t- right now I was on the street, what would what would it be like? Mm, today probably not too bad because it's kind of sunny, but there's people like uh, are they all just stores are, they, are open? Central Park's not, full. Everybody's trying to social no. distance or something like that. No, I mean plus they got all the lawns closed off now because it's winter time in New York mm. and they want the grass to grow back. So it's just people out walking like, you know, like the path around New York city where everybody like jogs and rides their bikes and stuff that that's pretty crowded on a nice day. Wow. But no, it's not that crowded. And so rents, take- rents have dropped like another $800 per like unit. Jeez. Yeah. I know. I was looking yesterday for, you know, for my daughter who's thinking about going to New York and I'm trying to actually yeah, get my daughter. To go my daughter should go to New York too. We well, should, let, okay. we should get, I, we should just get a place and make the two of them battle well, it out. Well, let me tell you something. I, I was going to tell you this day, but I saw an apartment on West 94th, like 94th in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. It is a two bedroom, true two bedroom with a dining room, a living room and a, and a separate kitchen. Not an eating kitchen, but a decent sized kitchen. Is that like where Miss Maisel lives in that TV show? No, it's not that nice. Oh, okay. Okay, but but one of the it, one of the bedrooms had French door. You know, you had French right. doors into the dining room, and then French doors into one of the bedrooms. But you, in order to get to one of the bedrooms, you had to go through the dining room. But it was pretty well laid out. But I looked at this. I saw that one it was on Street Easy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Have, it was. It's the old, uh, you know. Uh, Jen Lee walked through the one bedroom to get to the other bedroom apartment. Yes, but it wasn't like tandem where you like, you know, excuse me, I hate to interrupt your dinner. I got to go, got to go sleep. But it was only three grand a month, less than three grand a month. I think so, that's actually high. For a two bedroom? Why? I've seen places like 26, even lower. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But, but Dave, but I, I get it. It, it, it It's a little on the higher side because I've seen those two. I couldn't believe how nice this apartment was. I, I mean, it was that, it was more, the, the bedrooms were like, I don't know, like 11 by 15 or 11 by 14 mm-hmm. or something. So they're decent size. Wow. Yeah. I, 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 I was struck by how nice it was and the area. I mean, you're, you're, you're 10 minute walk to Riverside or 10 minute walk to the Central Park. And I was like, I couldn't, I, I had to just get off of this because I'm like, I want this apartment for, for my daughter. I would love for them to have this. Right. And, and you're spending $1,500 a month, you get a roommate. So now $1,500 a month to live in Manhattan for rent. I, that's, that sounds I think that's really cheap. good. But I, let me I ask you, is it, is it low, low because of uh, COVID right now? It's low because there's not that many people in the city still. Like they went home and stuff. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, people went home if you were younger and you had parents or a family to go to and people who have places out are still staying out of the city. And I don't think it'll really uh, like talking to our real estate person from our building. I think everything's going to once more people have the uh, vaccine, they're thinking like around summertime, it's really going to start picking back up. Um, There's companies starting to lease more spaces, but they're getting in now and starting to pay a little bit. So they get a good rate before it gets everything gets jacked up again yeah you you should your daughter should grab that shit danny 
I know. Because my question to you, Dave, is, okay, so you sign a, you know, some of them are more like a 12-month lease, some were a 13-month, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting. But so you sign that lease, can, how much can they raise it the next year? Or is, there, is it unlimited or do they say, oh, we, 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 it's 2% or 4% right. or what? Hold on, Daddy. Let me call the New York Housing Authority one second. I'll get you that. <laughs> get you that. Hello. Oh, yeah, it's Dave. I'm calling again. No, it's not nine one one. Calling again. Yeah, I don't know what that percentage is. But they can't just say, "Oh, okay, well, it's three thousand. Now it's going to be it's going now it's going to be forty two hundred dollars a month." They're well, not that's what they it. were doing in the in the pandemic when we started moving. It was like you know, it was like, "Oh yeah, the rent's this," but then like you know, in uh, one year or something, it was going up like nine hundred dollars. Introductory uh-huh. introductory pandemic rate to get people to move. Wow. Stay in your See, homes. That's what you Stay in do, your homes. Though. They can raise it $900 after a year? I think they can do anything if you're on a year lease. Depend- well, thought, but depends isn't, there, isn't there rent control or something? For some people, but not all the time. It's, it's okay. an open market oh. in some areas. Wow. See, that's huh. what I worry about is, okay, great, she gets this great apartment, can afford, and then a year later, it's like, yeah, yeah sorry, now you're going to have to pay $500 well, more. No, see, the, that's the... That's the challenge. You need to go there and get an awesome job. So you get plenty of money. You get 12 months to plan for. You know. Or you also say, look, I want a two-year lease at this. And people are desperate enough to get that to you right now. Yeah. Hmm. You yeah, know? but you're also stuck. I mean, you got to, the, the problem with my daughter is that she doesn't know where she's going to be making, working or how much money she's going to make. And not, how, much goes, time, how, much, how much time are you going to give her to kind of fool around with this lack of direction? She's out of college, which she's got like 10 minutes left. Get, she needs to, you know, figure John, out what she's going to do with the rest of her life. There's a pandemic. Come on, give her a minute. Jeez. I don't know, John. What do you think? I mean, six what, weeks? What else? Is that <laughs> fair? Six, six weeks? Yeah. What's the matter with you? Two she weeks. should be working at the Tyson chicken plant right now. She applied for that. They didn't want her. Yeah. <laughs> Arkansas they didn't have a marketing full. department. She didn't care. Everybody you know, left during LA. During the pandemic, I was a little lost. I really didn't know what I wanted to do. <laughs> Father was crushing me deeply, yeah. deeply to figure it out. But it wasn't really him. It was the bond. He's oh, using, he's using my last name, man. Say, oh, do God. That. So sorry. Edit, right, right, write write a note. Kelly. Hold on, Dave. Hold on. We're writing notes. We're writing Kelly. notes on the time go. So now we got to okay, get so back up and say that I'm again. only on once in a while. I can't remember all the game yeah, rules. The same rules, I know. Yeah. Well, I got some work to do. I think I put it. <laughs> oh, you got a busy schedule, do you? you know, I wanted you, you to be busy. You guys are like, I thought I put an what, S on the end your, of what's it. What's your social security number? Yeah. <laughs> my my pin is the same as The, the latest scam is this. I got one that was automated from Amazon Prime. Mm. And I go, hey, your Amazon Prime membership is up. Um, oh, I love that one. Press this number now, and uh, you'll you, you can pay your two hundred and ninety nine dollar fee directly over the phone. Mm. I and just I'm did like, that yesterday. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. You should really uh, cancel that. that was, and I'm like, is my God? If I'm, have I been paying two ninety nine? I don't think so. I looked up. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. It's a lot of scam going, but I, I, I don't know. I, I'm hoping that the daughter can go to New York and get a cheap apartment. And John, answer your question. I, I don't know. You know, she may get there and six weeks, six months later, you're going, you know, this is ridiculous. I don't want to be here. And I'm like, I don't think that would happen because you can't know. Any well, you, you would need to get a commitment. For, I'm not doing all this work for you to go there and fail. You need to persevere and you need to make that town, you know, your bitch. And I expect the three different jobs <laughs> to pay all Bitches. your bills. Yeah. You don't need she a car. You're joking. Yeah. She's a you need, big, she needs big to sign a contract with you. Yeah, that's right. 
you're sticking it out. It's like two years in service. Well, my biggest fear is it, get her a job a, in a, a Greek restaurant. They'll teach her how to work. Till they go in the freezer and they say, "Bill, in the back. <laughs> oh, what are these bodies in here? <laughs> We're making them make an extra buck." Yeah. You have to teach her to go cheeseburger, cheeseburger. <laughs> Coke, no Pepsi. <laughs> I don't know, Dave. I don't know if it's a good time to go or not because it, it's yes, it's cheap, and maybe you get a job. But what are you going to do? Where are you? What 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 are you going to do for fun? Walk around Times Square and look for you, or you know, um, what is she doing? They for have fun they now? have a ton of underground parties in New York. I see it all the time. Well, they whether do. It's, yeah, whether that's, it's oh, Orthodox, that's a great idea. Yeah, Orthodox Jewish wedding that they're keeping on the down low, or just you know people that I don't watch the news. I didn't know there was a pandemic going on. Please it's, don't arrest me. The underground scene is so popular that it was featured on one of the episodes of uh, Law and Order SVU recently. <laughs> So when it, once it's done that, yes, it's definitely happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once it's made, you know, network television. Yeah. It's but I real. mean, what is she doing there? I mean, for fun. There you go. Yeah. Make it, making Danny dinner. And uh... yes, <laughs> it is dim here, man. Like, you know, the one night, like between Christmas and New Year's, I went out to get some food and I ended up walking like Broadway from, to some errands like from like 70 back up to where we live uh you know in the hundreds and i was like man at nighttime and it was really depressing there's so many things closed i went by the amc movie theater that's like yeah. 84th street i'll send you the photo and it was like they still have the posters up from the movies that were opening on that week of march <laughs> like the titanic <laughs> yeah again yeah yeah wow ben hur in cinemascope yeah. That is depressing. Yeah. Are you guys feeling feeling any and I and I mean this, any psychological abnormalities that you can accredit to being locked down and the pandemic and all the fear and everything? Psychological? Mm. Yeah. As in, do you feel depressed and you've never felt depressed before? Anxious out of out of out of the blue, and that's never happened to you before the pandemic, things like that. I'm super bored. Yeah. Danny, have you ever passed a psych eval? Just that's my first question to you. Well, when I applied to the Prod Boys, they asked me some questions that I couldn't <laughs> answer. Um, you know, like what camo would you like to wear? And and I said I I I kind of like green. Uh, and they didn't like that answer. They I think they were looking for more of a Desert Storm kind of thing. But yeah. um, anyway, no, I I I I get more subconscious anxiety than I have had before. You know, at night. But, sure. I don't, I, I, from the uncertainty maybe and stuff, right? Yeah. Well, but I think it's like when John says, I'm just kind of bored. I mean, and you know me, I got 14 million projects I can do, but nothing is inspiring me to get them done. Right. Nothing is like, oh, yeah. I want to build that. I want to build that thing out back. No, nah, I don't want to do that. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, is like, if we weren't in a pandemic, I would be out here every evening and weekends building that saying oh i'm going to do this i'm going to make this i'm going to go ahead and do this and what have you uh-oh what happened you touched something you turned yeah, off the camera yeah but uh yeah so i mean is that a symptom of depression or whatever but yeah it's just it's boring you're just kind of bored with everything and my wife is really she's like wants to go do things and be around people and all that kind of stuff and is super frustrated that you can't do any of it you know, yeah. it's not just, you know, I want to go to a restaurant or I want to hear live music. And that's, you know, that's a thing. But, you know, we can't get together. We can't talk to people. 
you know, you go hiking up in yeah. the mountains or whatever, and it's like, you know, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand way over here. Well, you stand way over there, and we pass each yeah. other. I mean, it's like we're supposed to avoid everything. Um, well, that's what you were saying, Dave, about you know being you know sad and depressed. I mean, but if you go out of your apartment and you walk 15 blocks, right? Mm-hmm. That doesn't give you any kind of you know release or you know. It, it, yeah. you know the, you know distractions like because that that's one of the great things about new york city is like you you walk outside your apartment you got life thrown in your face and there and there's there's this and that but you're saying that that's not the case now you're you're it's no it's minimal but uh, but you still have your freak show occasionally so yeah it's new york city yeah i don't know i would i i, I would like for my daughter to 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 do this now i think just get her out of the house. No, did, the, you know, open no. up the space a little bit more. Get a get a room. No, I, I, no go, going back to what Kelly was saying, I think psychologically that would be an amazing thing for her. Oh yeah, something something different would be good. But it might be, you know, it might be tough though if you're there and you can't, you know, go talk to the person that runs the grocery store or wherever the hell you buy your yeah. food in New York City. You know, that'd be kind of a downer. Just well, I think yeah, yeah. super alone. She would, you know, she would need somebody to a job. No, I mean, like she a, would look at it like if I had a job, that would be. Yeah, but what if she had a remote job and she's just in this tiny little apartment all the day alone all the time? She'd be better off. Well, at that's home. the other thing. She would have yeah. to have a physical place. I mean, we could. Pro- I could probably find her a remote job where I don't know if she'd make her rent right now, depending on the cost, you know, of, of, of the place. That's what stuff, fathers but, are for, though. Yeah, exactly. Pay all your damn bills. But um, what about a remote job and then she could live somewhere really cheap, like get a ranch or something? Like Montana, yeah, West Texas. I think that if if she wanted to go there, sure. I don't think that's a place she wants to go. She wants the city, you know. She wants to experience the city, Mm. the city. I mean, New York City, as opposed to Chicago or Boston. It's time time to go. Then get the hell out of the house. Mm -hmm. El Paso. Put her on the line right now. We'll we'll get her straightened out. Danny says it's Uh, time for you to leave home. What? I think if she, I think if she had a job, I think she, if he really thought, you know, that a job that she could commit to for a year, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. Huh. What else, Dave? I feel like my life is so normal compared to you guys. You don't get have to kids. go out really? more. I don't. Ha- I don't have kids. I don't have. I think you guys have anxiety about your children. Mine have all. Mine I, have all I don't moved have out. That. I mean, as of as of yeah, uh, but you still you just got Monday back from after, visiting you. Yeah, well, come yeah, on, you but, have kids. That's always in no, your I mind. know. But I like the the weird thing is, I have kids, but they're not home. So I have this giant vacant house that I live in now. I like I only need three rooms. So and <laughs> and the cat is even gone. She took the cat to school with her. So it's just you know, there's nothing annoying happening. Why why don't you get a house boy? What for? <laughs> What do I need that for? Just to fill up a room. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, just put Chef. something in a room. I should yeah. just go. I should just go find some homeless and ask them if they need. You need. I got an extra room. You need some place to stay. What's your name? Wait a minute. You've got to have family that you've just dying to see for a long time. <laughs> I do. I do have family that I'm dying to see. Thank you, Dan. I well, want you yeah, that. on out for seven, eight months. What do you yeah, do? Let them. Let them drive. They don't have to fly. No, that my family that lives back home can't come out here because California is so evil, and um, mm. and you know there's there's a lot of there's a lot to that uh, open carry law, right? So they 
a lot of family members need a gun all the time, you know, going into the Walmart or worrying about, you know, getting shot somewhere. So you come to a big city like LA where there's a lot of people getting shot. They probably would have to just carry it in their hand as we took the dog <laughs> for a walk around the block, <laughs> you know, so I, you know, they, these people might kill me. Yeah. So, well, that's not an invitation for that, a disaster, is it? Not yeah, at all. No. Walking That'd around be, LA uh, carrying a gun. Yeah. So uh, that 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 might is might not be the best time for them to come. Visit. What, do, what do they do when they go to Walmart? Do they, they walk in and they're strapped, and then they go to where the ammunition counter is, and they just pull it out and lay it on the counter and go, "Hey, yeah. y'all got something to fill fill this up?" No, it's it's, it's a lot more elegant than that. So mostly it's elegant. I, pull, I yeah, I pull Walmart. Up, no, I pull up to the I pull up to the Walmart in my vehicle. And my gun is in one of my guns is in the little compartment between the seats. So I'm safe. Then Walmart doesn't want me to take a gun in. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to scour the parking lot, you know, for the, the 15 car links that between me and the front door. Can I get in there safely? Are there any minorities between me and the mm. front door? Am I going to live? I'm hustling in. There I go. I've got in. I've got my basket. The greeter has greeted me. I'm safe for now. I'm I'm in Walmart. I'm getting my supplies. Checking out now. Rescan the parking lot. Are there any minorities between me and my American vehicle? Okay, I'm hustling. I'm getting closer to the car, closer to the car. Is anyone approaching me? I'm 10 feet away from where my gun is. I'm safe. That's the that's the that's the challenge of going to Walmart because they're not actually carrying it in, but they are they're removed. I mean, it, it's kind of like uh, Dave. Imagine that you're on the corner of you know one twenty seven in Amsterdam or some shit like that, and you forgot your phone. You'd be like, oh man, how am I gonna how am I gonna communicate with the world? I forgot my. No one will know where I am. What if I get hit by a by a bus or, you know, I need mm-hmm. a new pair of shoes because a homeless guy urinated on them or something like that. I, yeah. I, well, that's how they feel about a, their gun. I don't, wow. I don't, I it's not, it's not on me. It's not in my vehicle or my boat or my snowmobile or whatever the hell I've got, you know, I'm, I'm exposed. Think so shit could go down. I, I have different happens? anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm in a building. There's probably two people in this building today. And, you know, I don't like the old trucker thing. I, like I'm sitting here talking to you guys. I, I got a big wallet. I ain't sitting on it because I don't throw my back out, which has been killing me lately. So I'm like, right, I got to go to the bathroom. I have to go to the bathroom. Take my phone, put on a mask because it's the right thing to do in the hallway and go to the bathroom and put my wallet in because I'm 61 years old, man. What if I go down? No, no one will know who I am if I don't have ID on me. That's what I worry about. <laughs> okay, that gives me a new business idea. All right. All Here's right. the thing. We come up with a, with, a na- with a nationwide thing of once you reach a certain age, you get your information tattooed on you. Hi, my name's Dave. These are my important contact numbers, just like on your right ass cheek. So if they just find you unconscious on the corner of 127th in right. Amsterdam or whatever, and they stole your wallet. They, they can't, just they'd have to they just rip off. down your britches and say, "Oh, uh, here's who we're supposed to call." Hey, we found this old guy face down in the gutter, and his ass contact is you. Right. <laughs> oh, sorry, wrong wrong number. It's, but then you're, <laughs> then you're I'm like, picturing I'm picturing these hardened old, two hardened old detectives over the body. Sitting, and then one of them goes, "All right, roll him over. Let's notify next to kid." Yeah, you know what? Ass. It'd be a QR, no, you do it. A QR I did it the other code day. would no, be you better. Do it. 
Yeah. You pull his pants down. No, I'm not pulling this his pants This is a great down. idea, John. Have, yeah, and you, just, you do your lo- phone on of, there. You know, it's got the, it's got the little uh, the QR code. You know, you just, oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But then, John, you have to, Here's his you Facebook have to page. start. If you're in your 20s, like my, if it was me, and I started in my 20s, and you get the tattoo on your ass, you'd have to always specify. You have to start at the top of the gluteus maximus because if not, you're like Johnny Depp getting your emergency contact out from your partner because I've had about 92 <laughs> partners since. There's a line through the number. Those area codes don't even exist anymore. No, no, no. That's that's what I'm saying. You don't you don't do it until you're in your late 50s because you kind of settle down. So you would have like, here's my number. Oh, I got divorced. So yeah, no, I'm not. We don't call her. She'll pull the plug right away. But that's part of the divorce. Call my new girlfriend. She'll, yeah. she'll want your ass laser tattooed to get her number yeah. off your ass. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that'll be that'll be part of the the settlement. It's like, well, you know, you can have the house and the car, and I'll keep the condo. And oh, I need I need fifteen hundred bucks to get your contact information <laughs> lasered off my ass. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, because I mean, women would have it too. Right? I don't go out of the house without a pretty good knife to defend myself if I have to, and it becomes really comfortable. Yeah, absolutely. What kind of what kind of knife? Like a like a locking case kind of buck knife thing, or like one of those. Uh, Butterfly it's, knives. No, those are well. No, those are stupid. Uh, but you got to <laughs> make sure you don't have a. You can't have a flip knife in New York City. You can actually get a ticket or be arrested for that. Um, that was a big lawsuit with all the stagehands on Broadway because if you have a knife and you can flick it open, that's mm-hmm. a ticket, right? So the cops trying to make tickets were stopping guys on the way to work because they were wearing them on the outside of their pants, a stagehand, yeah. you know, outside their belt, or it was kind of tucked into their front pocket. And they saw that. And you'd see, you saw videos of cops going, I gotta get this open. Just, and oh, so the, um, equity and all these guys in whatever the, uh, local union, uh, IATSE number one, they were like trying to settle all these lawsuits with the city because of getting, arresting their members, which was a work tool. But you can't have one of those. No, I just have something small enough to, you know, do some damage if I have to. Because people are, it's strange. I, I went home, I, I, you know, I got this collection of baseball pads, bats from a client. So I, I took of one course. home one night. Yeah, like right? you do. <laughs> yeah, this guy was a very famous photographer and he was collecting bats. So I have one from um, uh, Hank Aaron, Harmon Killebrew, oh. uh, Willie Horton, Ooh. and Detroit Tigers. Uh, and I can't remember who the third one is. And um, uh, I took one home, and I'm on the subway, and I had it, like, sticking into my backpack. People were freaking out. They were, like, they really felt I was, like, looking for trouble or something, as opposed to, yeah, I'm going to Central Park to play some ball. (laughs) Jeez. What is he, on the over-60 league? Yeah. Well, no. You look like a you know an extra from The Warriors, that movie, you know. Uh, David, David Patrick Kelly. Yeah. Warriors. Whatever happened to him? He died, didn't he? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. No, I don't know. Did he? Phenomenal actor. Yeah. He's the guy no. that he's the guy that Arnold Schwarzenegger in that movie held him over uh the cliff and let him go by the ankle. <laughs> if you remember that. remember that. No, he's from he's from Detroit, man. He's still around, he's still kicking. Um he has been doing a ton of Broadway shows over the while. I think he was even in that show once or something like that. Oh, and, really? A couple of big Irish. Friend, yeah, he's is, a big is, musician too. He's probably he's friends with um, Robert like Patrick. Seventy. Friends with yeah. who, Danny? Robert Patrick. Who haven't not? I haven't seen him in a while. Of course, I haven't been traveling as much. But Wait, uh, he isn't. He, you know, he never called us. Robert. Oh, no, yeah. he never did. He never. Yeah. Did. Why, did you guys reach out to him? No. 
Well, we no. mentioned it. We mentioned his name <laughs> oh. on the radio. Well, Jeremy, why, why, why don't we reach out to him and see if he'll sponsor us for our uh, road trip this summer, and we could get a couple uh, Harley's. Yeah, I, I don't think he would give us to a, give them to us, but you know, a- actor family discount. Right. You Surely think. he's listening. Yeah, I have not be. seen him. You know, of course. He's, I hope he's all right. Know. Yeah, I hope he is. You know. Yeah, maybe maybe twenty twenty one is the year we get a sponsor, whether it's. Uh, you know, B and H photo or the Samson microphones or something like that. We should uh, Gl- glad body bags, maybe. Mm, yeah, <laughs> you know that's not a bad. Did hefty, I ever hefty, tell you hefty. that I I had <laughs> my old largest sec- hefty they make? Yeah, my old secretary worked at um, Forest Lawn after, you know, after she left working for me and i called her and i said what's the cheapest burial you can do you know because my mom is interested in really cost effective burial when her time comes a quick quick and you know quick and dirty and she said that because they put everybody in the cement uh you know kind of crypt underground that you can be buried anything you want you can supply your own cardboard box just as long as it doesn't leak as you're moving from point A to point B, that's the only requirement. So you could, you could in fact do like a whole, like there's no, there's no embalming requirement or any of that kind of stuff. You could glad trash bag somebody in a, you know, refrigerator box or whatever, and just pop them in there. Hmm. You're good to go. Or your designer bags. Yeah, we just print, print our logo on them. Get the cocktail hour bag. Remember the good times for it's eternity. It's a little, pe- little piece of gaffer tape on it and stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> but you'll also have to get the handles made into the fabric on the side for the uh, pallbearers. Well, that's if you choose to. One really strong bag and you kind of Santa Claus it. <laughs> you need one pallbearer. You're saving money there. You don't have to re- provide refreshments for lots of folks. Have you seen you know, John, the... Uh... You... Oh, go ahead, Danny. No, I was going to say, you said as long as it didn't leak from point A to point B. Yeah, like the hearse to, oh, the, to the hole. You just, okay. You provide, <laughs> we provide your needs from the hearse to the hole. <laughs> that step is, right up, step right up. God, we need, we need our own. Great. We, that's going to be the, that's gonna be the, that's gonna be the title of today's that, episode. That, that is that. your T-shirt, from the hearse to the hole. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> we got you covered. I just was curious why, you know, from point A to point B, I mean, I just didn't know if there was going to be a point C. So what do we care about? You know, what if you change your mind? You know, you want to you want a different hole is what I'm saying. So you've got to be you got to think ahead. What if, you know, I just don't like that place. I'm no, I, I don't else. I don't think you get, you know, you don't even get yeah. a choice. The, no, the no. next the next location is more of a, you know, a, a state of uh, religious being. Right. It's yeah, a, a hot or cold, a, a spiritual yeah. location. Yeah. Hey, John, once you're put, you're carried from the hearse to the hole, and you're put in uh, with a. Let's say you're in your monogram <laughs> bag, and you're put in the cement cooler. Um, is it legal to like just to put uh, lighter fluid on and just torch it? Uh, well, I probably would have permissions for is, that. Is there a fire? Is there can, fire? High fire danger today you know you know that kind of thing you can't just you can't just have forest lawn with a bunch of open burns that would do it as part of a movie you just say oh this is a movie shoot oh no not really it's Mm. no big deal you know what i would do is if i owned forest lawn and we were in a like we can't do too many burials i would i would open up other things like the viking burial you know they got the big pond in front you just have a little cheap kayak with a plastic (laughs) bag 
filled with lighter fluid and stuff. He's floated out to the middle and boof, you know, flame it up yeah, all like day a long. Schooner. Yeah. Got to have and a then, at night. Hole. Some guy at, yeah. At night, some guy comes and just scrapes the remains out of the bottom of it along with dimes. Have you ever gone quarters. out there and uh, tried to look somebody's uh, grave? Yeah, I, I went I went last uh, last week or so. We just drove out to the one in uh, Glendale and found uh, Walt Disney's grave and Errol kind Flynn. Of, kind of where Michael Jackson was. Uh, you know, there's there's not a good app that says here's here's how you find them all. So it's it's a pain mm-hmm. in the ass. Well, what's stuff. the one that's closest to you guys? Well, you can't tell that because then everybody knows. Uh, you know, the, you any Georgia. any forest lawn in LA is is yeah. uh, close enough. And I didn't realize that they're not the biggest. The biggest one is like down in South Central. I saw it's called mm-hmm. like Rose Hill or something like that. And some some lady was on the news talking about how many weeks behind they are in you know in burials and funerals. They can sure. only do so many. So. That was the same thing here, and I think I told you guys before. You know, in the tri-state area, there's only three crematoriums. So really, been, yeah. When we were here, we were when the, the, was the big uh, tipping point here. We were backed up because um, one of uh, someone that works with us, uh, she actually had a part-time job at the crematorium. Is it? Do you, it's probably pretty heavy, heavily regulated. Are they hiring? I'm only yeah. asking for my for my daughter. daughter. That would be. <laughs> Have a good experience in your. Have a good experience at home before she goes abroad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, hers to hole. Can I help you? Can <laughs> anybody? Can anybody open up a, a crematorium? Like if I had a. If I had a. You know, well, Kelly. What was the name of that hotel I was talking about yesterday? Last night, the one that was built in the eighteen hundreds. That. That uh. Oh, the what's Osborne. her name? The Osborne. Osborne. Yeah. No, yeah. Osborne so, in New York, where, where Fran Lebowitz lived. Yeah. So imagine yeah. the Osborne. I have no idea what the hell the place is. But what if they had an incinerator in there? You know, for burning trash or a or a boiler where they you know used to heat things up and now they've converted to whatever. What if these old buildings? They might have some room where you could burn a few people. Would that could that be a good sideline business for somebody in New York, enterprising, uh, you know, resident? Hey. Bring Uncle Charlie over. We'll uh, we'll take care of him at two. Tomorrow. What do you use for fuel on that? Is that charcoal? Is it uh, mesquite? Uh, Nat- I think natural gas is the way to go. Don't you? Then, yeah, it's yeah. like being like on your propane grill. What Though, about if uh, you had a if you had a pizza place in New York? You know, with one of those big pizza ovens, you could. Wow, that would be know. good. Well, you know, from my aluminum can melting days, you <laughs> have a hair dryer and a pipe, and you just get the airflow going. You get that thing up to about nine hundred degrees. And Come you, can on, really, really? you can really burn some shit there. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. That Good won't, for hot that knife won't, and hash, eh? Yeah. yeah. That won't that won't trip any uh breakers. Yeah. Hair it's, just hair, it's just a hair dryer. <laughs> it always does. Yeah. 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 What do you mean? That they, they pull like four hundred amps, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the uh, yeah, in the Osborne. No hair dryers yeah. allowed. We have one yeah. breaker for all eight floors. Yeah. The you whole know, block know, goes out. You know yeah. what did that all the time was when we were a kid, there were these, um, you know, TV commercials for things that you buy off the television late at night. And it was like a company called Ronco. I yeah. remember that. They had a whole bunch of stuff. And they had yeah. like the steam away and they had this stuff. And I think we got the steam away one year as a, <laughs> as a gift for like my dad or my mom. And we pulled it out, you know, and uh, uh, myself or my sister, we went up and like, I'm going to plug this. And my dad goes, don't you plug that in. No, no, don't do that. And then as soon as you put it in, man, all the fuses popped and everything. And he had to, he had to go down with those glass fuses oh, and no. pull them out. Said, I yeah. told yeah. you not to plug that thing in. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Ronco, whatever happened to them? 
I don't know. The name's probably available. They could be a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> I think, didn't it change to as seen, as seen on TV? That would be a better. What about a life insurance company? We Miracle don't insure. Grow. We don't insure from birth to death. We don't insure from womb <laughs> to tomb. We insure from erection to resurrection. There you go. <laughs> from the wow. hearse to the hole, we have you covered. Uh, <laughs> has someone dropped one of your loved ones in the past? <laughs> we make sure it doesn't happen with our industrial bags and handholds. We have you covered. You're guaranteed with a $59 premium a month from the hearse to the hole. We'll get you there no matter where it is from now or in the near future. <laughs> Buy in bulk. Yeah. So that, I'm telling you, we need t-shirts. For, <laughs> John, we got to be making t-shirts. The Shroud of Kelly from Hearst to Hole, we co- you covered. Cocktail you know. Hour. Guys, that's your band name, from the Hearst to the Hole. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a band at the local place where our band used to play, and the band was called The Glory Holes. I thought that was a great name for a band. Mm. By the way, I drove by there yesterday. Speaking and it of so Glory sad. Holes. No, 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 no. Don't drive <laughs> by those. On the interstate, that would be killing yeah. for the Gloria. Um, that poor place, it's all boarded up and it's for sale, you know? Really? The the, the, the place where you guys played. The, the yeah, I, wa- I walk by there all the time and you, you so look sad. in. Yeah, and it was, uh, it was a, a really great, you know, slice of, uh, slice of history. Yeah. yeah. So many of my rock and roll fantasies of having a band again, it's, it's always in there. Mm-hmm. For some reason, yeah. well, not, I remember not the Staples Center. I remember Kelly the first time that you played, or I don't know if you played or you sang "Paper Flowers" at that I don't place. Know, I don't even know what that song is. It wasn't the the, the, the <laughs> wasn't paper uh, dead dead flowers, dead flowers. Song. Yeah, Stone song. Yeah. And yes. we were there, and we were doing. You know, we had we had played before, and it was like. Uh, one of those kind of hootenanny things and Rob and, and all those guys. And you were like, I know that song. And you got up and you, you killed it. And then it was like one of your dreams to be able to sing that, perform that song. And and I, I still think about like how that doesn't just, yeah. And that doesn't just happen everywhere. You know, you don't just go to some bar and some band is playing and you can just sing a song with them. Right. right. They're just kind of fuck around. That was that was a that was a great time, and whatever the hell goes, in, you know, what kind of taco place goes in there is never gonna. I'm really gonna that. miss it. Yeah, yeah. I just miss going by and seeing people standing outside and getting ready to go in, and you know, it, they all look the same. You know, the activity gr- was nice. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is a, a universal theme, even among the celebrities, about missing the first places that they used to play at. You know, really. Yeah. I, um, back in the day, I had to drive um, uh, Neil Young. To the airport. Wow. And uh, he had been in. Um, Does he have uh, a high speaking voice? No. No. So he was, <laughs> um, this is in the early 80s, and I was working for the management company, and I had a car. So they said, can you take him to the airport? And I'm like, sure. And they go, listen, don't talk to him. I'm like, okay. He There was an article about uh, the band, and it didn't make him uh, come off too nicely in the LA Times that weekend. So he came down from San Francisco to talk about it with his manager. So I was kind of nervous to drive him because I didn't really, I, I hadn't been in LA that long. And I think we were going out to, the, where, where's the John Wayne thing? Somewhere out there? The airport? Santa, yeah, right. Santa Ana. And I had never been there, Orange so County, I was like yeah. a little nervous. And um, I had my little uh, Chevette. 
uh, to drive him out there. See, Danny, I told you. Look at Kelly's face. I Neil told Young you. in a Chevette? <laughs> yeah. Did Danny ask you about this the other night? No. Danny, you let me what? down. I gave, remember I said, ask Kelly, did he actually talk about an episode? And he said that he had a Chevette. And you said, no, it was like a super sport. No, I had Kelly, a you had a Chevette. Yeah. No, I had the Chevette. super sport. Oh. I had the, the Chevelle super sport. Oh, you said I didn't so. remember that Kelly had the Chevette. Yeah, because you're old. I understand. I had a Chevy no, citation. No, I had a Chevette too. <laughs> a wonderful car. I miss it terribly. You're great. Um, so I'm driving, Neil, and we get in the car. And I go, hey, how you doing? I'm Dave. And my driver's like, hey. So we start driving down Sunset, right? Totally quiet. And then all of a sudden, he just goes, pull over. All right. So we pull over. He gets out. He's, this is about four o'clock in the afternoon. He starts walking up pacing on the sidewalk and he, he's, he's agitated. And then he's like slaps the parking meter and then he gets back in and he goes, let's go. I'm like, okay. So we start driving. He goes, you know, I should buy that place. I go, what are you talking about? Mr. Young. He said, the whiskey, a go-go. It was closed at the time. He goes, I got my oh. with Buffalo. I should buy that place. And so that was it. Nothing else. We drive a little bit longer. And he goes, do you drink beer? I go, yeah, I drink beer. He goes, pull over. So we went over and got a six-pack of Bud. Started drinking wow. driving. Right. And so we get to the airport. And I had, bar- oh, it actually wasn't You're my drinking? Sh- yeah, of course. Everybody drank and drove. I was from Michigan. Give me a break, please. Yeah, I mean, if mm-hmm. if if Neil Young asked me to drink and drive. Drive. Fuck yeah, I would do that. Sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> let, me get the, let me get the right kind of cup while we're in the store. Mister. I, I'm old. It really wasn't my Chevette. It was before I got a car. It was my friend Amy's car. And she was a huge Neil Young fan. So uh, I go, you know, it's kind of like James Corden. I'm like, hey, do you want to listen to some tunes? He's like, yeah, put some music on. So I turn it on. She had a uh, freaking Neil Young uh, cassette, cassette in there. I'm like, I swear to God, I didn't plan this. But I go, I think you know the song. You can sing along. <laughs> so he started laughing. He started oh, humming man, some bars and take shit. Take a look at mine. So we get to the airport and he goes, hey, man, thanks. I appreciate it. You know, we were talking about some other stuff. And he goes, hey, what's your friend's name? I said, Amy. So he pulls down the visor on the passenger side. And he goes, you got a pen? I go, yeah. He goes, dear Amy, thanks so much for the ride. Sorry to miss your time. Really appreciate it. Love you, Neil Young. She like <laughs> lost her wig, man. Man. <laughs> gave her that, you know? That's, That's cool. cool. Did yeah, they, it was did, a good did, day. Did um, did you guys finish the beer? And did he drink more of it than you? No, just... we didn't finish. That's a six pack, man. Come yeah. on. God, I wish but... I had a encounter that with a super famous person like that. That would be great. He's a, he was a big, I don't know if anymore, but he was a big Budweiser guy. We, oh, really? I went, yeah, because I went to see, you know, Tom Petty was one of the other artists. So I, and nobody in Tom Petty's band drank beer. They were just doing blow and smoking pot. So Takati sponsored the tour and everybody, oh, Dave's from Michigan. So every day I was getting like a case of beer, like to just take home. It was ridiculous. So I went out to see him at uh, Universal. And uh, afterwards, there was a big reception and they had this big tent, you know, with all this catering and everything. And then Neil had like a solo tour. So I went out there to see the show. And then I went backstage and we went into like one of the smallest rooms that had one of those fake little like bar that's just like about this wide, very, very tiny. And nothing. That was it. And uh, he had Budweiser. And I said, hey, Mr. Young, how you doing? He's like, hey, good to see you. Good. How's it going? Good. And I said, yeah, I was here not that long. He goes, you were? I go, yeah, I went to see Tom Petty. He goes, I was at, I was at a good show. And they had this big thing afterwards, all this catering. And it's kind of crazy. He goes, yeah, fuck them if they don't like Budweiser. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> just hanging out in his jeans, his Converse, just coming from the show. He's just drinking a Bud. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. 
Well, right. what do you think, gentlemen? Should we wrap I think this that's up? A great, that's a great one to end on. Thanks, well, I know I promised six hours, but... Yeah. We can always pick it up later. Yeah. It's going to take you six hours to edit out all the shit that I said that you have to edit out. <laughs> oh, I got my work. Yeah. yeah. Send me an Dave, invoice, please. Do you have Dave, time to do for that, Kelly? Us. What's that? Do you have time to do this today? I, I mean, I'm, is, you got you pretty pretty busy today? I, uh, <laughs> yeah, very busy. <laughs> uh, yeah, David, good okay. to see you. Yeah, thanks, you Dave, guys, for joining man. us. I'm glad you guys are all well. Everybody's okay in your families. Yeah. All right. Somehow we'll get through this as long as soon as we get out these white radicals, homegrown radicals. And as Conan says, we will drive them before our enemies or whatever he said with his big Conan sword. Oh. And we'll be in better shape. <laughs> oh, that, that Conan, not the Conan O'Brien. All right. Yeah, Conan O'Brien is sense. Conan. That's yeah. the movie I'm waiting for. Yeah. yeah. All, right. All right, guys. Good to see All you. All right. See you. See Bye. you, Take guys. Care. Bye. Bye.